Well, hello there, my friend Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome aboard to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. We are back on the horse. If you missed yesterday's update, it is all there where I explained the last six months and everything I've been doing. It is good to have this time with you. It is good to be offering you a word of encouragement for the incredible work you do every single day as a Catholic educator. You're doing important work. You are doing transformative work. You are doing something noble and good and important with your life. Catholic education is not going anywhere except forward. There is a lot to be done. Let us uh, let us press into our task. What did Lord Nelson say at the Battle of Trafalgar? England expects that every man will do his duty. And, um, well, look, a lot of them did get killed, so maybe not the greatest idea, but, but you get my point, right? Like he was saying that there's an expectation that we all got to put our hand to the plow. Remember Jesus said that, put our hands to the plow and we look back, we are not fit for service. So let's press on. Let's press on. Housekeeping, please make sure you've subscribed to the podcast. Check out the YouTube channel, One Catholic Teacher. And of course, everything you need to know about me is on the website, jonathandoyle.co.co. If you want to book me for speaking, consultancy, all that sort of stuff, it is on the website. And uh, Instagram, speaks. If you're on Instagram, come and find me today, speaks. Send me a message, say hello. Yesterday, we talked about the need to hope in and for our students. Today, I want to get back on an important theme for all of us as Catholic educators. It is about divine providence and trust in the will of God. I get to speak about this really because I'm exceptionally qualified. How? Because I deliberately ignored and resisted the idea of the will of God. I had huge problems with it my whole life. I, I just just struggled to I needed a really good pastoral theologian. That's what I needed. I needed, you know, I needed to be sitting on a plane next to someone and I wanted, I should have been able to say, hey, what are you doing? And I would like, if they would have said to me, well, I'm one of the world's best pastoral theologians. And I would say, you don't say. <laughs> have I got some questions for you about the will of God? Because I'm like, ah, oh, free will and the will of God. And how do we know we're doing the will of God? And, and so it's become, uh, something very important in my life to try and understand it and uh, to live in it. Because look, I'm going to give you a great quote in a moment from a new book I'm reading, but what has brought me to this recently, I'm, I'm here in the studio trying to see if I can see the copy of it somewhere. Um, Abandonment to Divine Providence. If you've heard me speak, uh, oh, hang on a sec. I can see it. I can see it just in the distance. Here it is. So if you haven't heard me talk about this, there is a book called Abandonment to Divine Providence. It was written by a relatively obscure priest called Jean-Pierre de Cossard. Jean-Pierre de Cossard, Abandonment to Divine Providence. And it's one of those books that's had a big impact. I read a little bit as often as possible when I'm in adoration or somewhere. And one of the cool things that uh, de Cossard has to say is basically, well, if you don't want to live the will of God, exactly whose will would be more preferable? To you, and I guess the obvious answer from life and history is our own. <laughs> We're sort of pretty good at going. I just, I used to joke on stage. I used to say to the audience, "Well, you know, many of us kind of think that God's really busy. He's off somewhere else, running the cosmos, and he's really stressed. And wouldn't it just be better if we took charge of this little bit of the cosmos ourselves?" So the book really helped me because it made me go, "Look, God is God, and His nature is what it is. Surely." He knows what is best at all times. Now, he gives us freedom in that, but he must know what would be the ideal choice at any moment. And there's mystery here, right? The will of God is mysterious. But what I want to do 
is built on this. So what I'm getting at is, as we go about our work as Catholic educators, what can we do to be more and more in that will of God? Because I think if we're in that will as best we can be, what we're going to find is often a greater sense of peace, greater impact, greater blessing for ourselves and others as we try and stay as close as possible within that will of God. I just had this bizarre memory from as being a kid, the first Star Wars movie, and they're trying to drop that bomb into the Death Star. Some of you have just lost your mind and gone, where could this possibly be going? But if you remember that scene, like they're trying to stay on target, right? Remember they're, they're down in that kind of like ravine on the Death Star and some of them keep going off target and hitting the walls and exploding and some of them are getting taken out. But the task is to stay on target all the way, right? To be, to, to achieve maximum effectiveness. And I think, I wonder if the will of God is a little bit like that. Our task is as best as possible to stay within that ravine of grace, that channel of grace, that channel of the will of God. So we can blow up the metaphorical death stars of, um, of the enemy in Catholic education. I think I'm struggling with this metaphor now, but you get the point. I think it's actually, you could make that work. So I want to take it further and share with you another quote, a really beautiful quote from uh, Sister Mary David, the collected writings of Sister Mary David, who I hadn't heard of. Uh, it's a book called The Joy of God. And there's a beautiful quote in this. Let me share it with you. She says, there is the joy of surrendering to God's will, of being and doing at every moment what he desires us to be and do. This liberation from slavery to self-will is a real source of supernatural joy. We find ourselves truly free to be the people God has called us to be. And in this lies perfect fulfillment, peace, and perfect joy. Let me do it again quickly. There is the joy of surrendering to God's will, of being and doing at every moment what he desires us to be and do. This liberation from slavery to self-will is a real source of supernatural joy. We find ourselves truly free to be the people God has called us to be, and in this lies perfect fulfillment, perfect joy. You could do a homily on this. Why? Because how much is this counter to the spirit of the world, right? So the spirit of the world is a spirit of self-projection. It's a spirit of self-fulfillment. So it's a spirit of, you know, look at the whole nature of brand identity and people curating their own identity through social media. You know, it's this idea of self-promotion, self-direction, become a self-made person. And again, there's complexity here, right? Because we do want to be responsible. We do want to take our talents and gifts and develop them and make the best of what God's given us. But you know that we live in this culture that is very fixated on the self. And what this beautiful quote is suggesting to us is that the more that we desire to do and be what God wants us to do and be, we're actually liberated from the slavery of self-will. And so I think as Catholic educators, as we go about our day, I constantly refer to a disposition of heart, a kind of disposition of heart, where we just kind of go, Help me to be what you want me to be. Help me to do what you want me to It's a disposition. It's like a mantra. It's like this constant grounding and regrounding ourselves in the presence of God in our vocational life, 
the provision of God in our vocational life, right? So I often talk about ambition in Catholic education, and it's something I've witnessed a great deal of people trying to get promoted, trying to get ahead, trying to be seen as, you know, competent and, and, and people of action and people that can get stuff done. And there's a place for it. Yeah, get it. Like we want to do a good job, but we want to do a good job for the right reasons. So my friend, as you go about your work today, simple prayer, just ask the Lord to keep you attentive, aware, prayerful to doing what he calls you to do. And as I've said on, on, you know, so many stages around the world, there is no difference in the kingdom of God between incredibly seen roles of authority and power and like really, you know, being the principal or the archbishop or the cardinal, as opposed to being, you know, a teacher simply in a classroom with young people, deeply caring for them and wanting the best for them. because. There is no qualitative difference in those different realities. So what I'm trying to say here is that God looks upon your work as as important as the work of a cardinal or any other significant figure in the life of edu- the, the Catholic education or the church. But all of us, whether you are a cardinal or whether you're a classroom teacher, our calling is to try and keep as close as possible in the channel of grace. In the provision of the will of God. And I'm sorry, because this is mysterious and it's often hard to know, but, you know, John Henry Newman once beautifully said that, uh, that our desire to please God does in fact please him. You know, even if we're not dialing it in perfectly, the fact that our heart's desire, our disposition is to want to please him does in fact please him. So let's just start from there and then everything else will be icing, okay? Everything else is icing. All right, my friends, God bless you. Come and say good day. Instagram, Doyle Speaks. Everything else is on the website, jonathandoyle.co.co. What do I do? I do speaking. I do training seminars in schools, in dioceses, everywhere from two people to 20,000 people. I do strategic consultancy work with Catholic education. I do leadership coaching for senior leaders. But uh, the thing I love more than anything else is just the speaking work and being in a room with Catholic leaders and educators and encouraging and inspiring everybody to press forward. So if that could be useful to you, go and check out the website, jonathandoyle.co. God bless you, my friends. My name is Jonathan Doyle. You and I are going to speak again tomorrow.